Hi, folks. Welcome back to the uh, podcast. Uh, I'd like to give a traditional shout out to Jeff Devereaux for the work that Jeff continues to do and helping me connect with people uh, and supporting the podcast. And today in our virtual studio, we've got Monica Munir. And Monica has been working in the area of helping veterans transition for uh, literally the last 10 years or so. She's a founder of an organization called Veteran Transition Services of America. Get that right. Uh, but she can tell us a whole lot more about herself than, than I can. So if you would, Monica, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hello, thank you for having me. Um, my name is Monica Muneer. I am actually a Army veteran. I was in the Reserves, Active Duty, and National Guard, so I kind of did a little bit of everything. Uh, got out in 2002 because of a back injury, so I'm also a disabled veteran. And I noticed that Michigan needed help with the veterans because we're not a veteran-friendly state. And that's where all of this kind of exploded, I guess you could say. So it became my passion to help other veterans because of what I was going through with the VA and getting uh, my disability and stuff. Other than that, I'm also a marriage and family therapist. I specialize in the military and veterans with their families with uh, PTSD or substance abuse. And I also have a degree in Homeland Security and a master's in organizational leadership. So I'm kind of well-rounded, I guess you could say. Yeah, that's, that's great. Yep. Um, so tell us, tell us a little bit about uh, what are the kinds of, I obviously keep everything confidential, but what are the kinds of services and, uh, and support you do provide to veterans? What, what are some of the things you do? Well, it's very interesting because the organization actually started out as a ministry back in 2010 and 2011, where at my church, people who were in the military would just come to me and ask me questions about getting their claims or how to navigate um, the VA system or finding jobs. Because at that time, committees or boards, either at the uh, Detroit VA or uh, Wayne County, Oakland County, that helped veterans navigate going from the military to civilian life or veterans that had already been out for numerous years, including Vietnam vets that needed that extra help. So I kind of was like that uh, networker where I knew so many people, I could put them in touch with the correct people. So people just kept coming up to me and saying, you know what, you should do this for a living. And at that time, I actually was going through cancer. So I decided it kind of wasn't a good time to start a business. And after I beat cancer uh, three different times, we, I started the business and I just help veterans and their families get the best help or best care or best resources that they can have. And I started going around the United States because I had a lot of friends that I was stationed with needing that help. So they would reach out to me and say, hey, I'm in California or I'm in Florida or I'm at Fort Bragg and I'm needing some assistance. Do you have anybody? And it kind of snowballed from there. And then while I was going through can uh, cancer treatments, I couldn't do like Homeland Security and business aspect. So I went into the mental health field because I can do that more one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. So not only do I do like the networking 
and helping people connect with the right resources, I now can provide even a deeper service to not only the families, but the veterans that have the issues communicating or the um, PTSD or any type of um, mental health issues. It might just be frustration because they can't find a job and they're so used to being the soldier or the sailor or the airman. They, it's, it's a hard transition. I had an extremely hard time trans going from military to civilian life because you don't have that sense of family. You don't have that structure in civilian life like you did in the military. So I kept going through job after job after job until finally it's like, okay, I need to start my own business so I have the structure so I can help others find what they need. It's really nice to hear you say that and, and acknowledge that. And really that's what the whole idea of this podcast is and, and the work that I'm doing is, is trying, and specifically what I work on is helping student, or not students, veterans make the transition in terms of their career and thinking about mm -hmm. their career and career prospects a little differently. Um, yeah, it was, it was funny because while I was going through school for Homeland Security and my uh, business master's, I actually helped what field or what degree they should be in or what their passion was and helped them direct that way. That way they found that sense of um, their passion and what they wanted to do. And it made it so much easier for them to transition. Absolutely. It it's kind of makes all the difference in the world if you got a sense of where you're going and what you're trying to accomplish. And, and all. Um, are you part of like the VA or? I don't work directly for the VA, but I am the um, veteran, uh, basically like a veteran navigator where I sit on many different committees at the VA as the veteran for a voice. Mm -hmm. um, like the, the women's clinic, I'm the only veteran there. A couple of the main health uh, clinics, I'm the only veteran there. So they get a veteran's perspective. And because of what I do with this business, a lot of veterans will voice their concerns or their frustrations. So I take it back to the committees. I'm like, okay, this is what we need to change to help our veterans so that they want to come to the VA or so that they get better care. Because at the Detroit VA, I had the best care possible. But when I had to do inpatient chemotherapy at the Ann Arbor, I actually had to get senators involved to get that care. Wow. So if I, and I knew the senators per, personally, so I had those resources underneath my belt. What about those veterans that don't have those resources? And they actually give up and they're like, okay, I can't do this. And who knows what happens to them because they fall between the cracks. Mm -hmm. And they served our country. They fought in wars. They shouldn't be falling through the cracks. They should have the best care possible. No, bless your heart for doing doing what you're doing. That's really that's really important and really good. Um, and there's no you you don't charge veterans for what you do. There's no fee for them or is there? Uh, right now, no. It's just me. Um, doing it as a ministry, like as a startup or nonprofit, I guess you could say, I will be doing fundraisers because I don't want that burden on the veterans. But if I do see them uh, for like mental health reasons, if they have insurance, we do build their insurance. Okay. And I belong to uh, a uh, company 
And I bill through that company, not through my nonprofit, because I'm still in the limited stage for my license. So I personally can't do the billing. So we go through that organization. Gotcha. Okay. But do you handle it? However, makes sense. And exactly. Bill somebody you're going to work with their insurance company and stuff. Right. Because I don't want the veterans to have to pay anything. Yeah, absolutely. Wonderful. Um, and I, I, I'm assuming this is a given, but I want to be able to include your contact information uh, on this podcast. And so if someone wants to reach out to you, we're going to have that information out there for them to, to get. Of it. course. Okay. Um, what, um, what, what kinds of recommendations? I, it's, I know it's a really general question and so many things that you deal with. Um, are there any kinds of general recommendations though that you might have for veterans making the transition, either if they've been out for a while or if they're just getting out of the military, what what thoughts do you have about what veterans should be trying to do? It all depends on basically your military branch, what you did in the military and what you're looking to do, how long you served. Because somebody that, let's say, did communications in the military, but retired, they'll get the retirement pay. Um, from what I understand now, as you're going through like the out processes, you automatically go through the VA for disability claims. So that's already started. And then if they need a job, they can contact me and I can put them in touch with different people that help just veterans find jobs or different organizations that have just veterans um, departments. Like a lot of people don't realize the Goodwill, the Salvation Army, the Red Cross actually has a department for veterans. Um, Michigan Unemployment has a department that if you're a veteran, you go to and you only work with that veteran specialization because a lot of companies are looking for only veterans. That's interesting. That's good. So it kind of streamlines it. Yeah. Okay. That's great. And of course, being a veteran, you have a lot more... Um, resources. If you need help with housing or if you need help paying a bill, we have different funds and that kind of stuff that we can put you in touch with to help. So mm -hmm. I can't say per se what I can do because it's a case by case uh, situation. Plus it always depends on what state you're in because California states are different than Michigan state. Sure. Sure. So it is case by case. It's not a, you don't have one approach fits all it's no not at all for everybody and that's as it should be because everybody's a unique situation exactly well listen I, I i and i hope that we get an opportunity to even talk more informally and in, in all like because there's a lot of things you're hitting that i want to expand you know explore further with you uh, of course um, but are there any final thoughts you have about uh um things that you want to leave with our uh, listening audience if you're a veteran, if you're a veteran or in the military and you don't know what to do, reach out to somebody. Um, the veteran and military, we're a community within a community. We, we have each other's back. Just like we did in the military, we have it on the outside world. And there's so many of us that are here to help. We don't want people feeling like they're falling through the cracks or there's no hope reach out. It doesn't matter. I mean, 
my phone, my phone's on 24 seven. And I actually have people that will call me at three o'clock in the morning because they wake up with a nightmare and they just need to talk. That's what I'm here for. My passion is to help other veterans because I've been there. I've been in that position where it's like, okay, do I want to live or do I want to die? A lot of it was with me going through cancer, but still I was there and I had to lean towards God and other veterans to get that help that I needed during that time because I was kind of miserable, I guess you could say. So don't, my, I guess my biggest thing is don't think you're alone because we have a tendency of hiding things and pushing it down, yeah. but we basically all feel the same. That's great advice. That's great advice. And again, we're going to include your contact info on the, with this podcast so people can reach out to you. Of course. Well, listen, thank you. Thank you for taking the time. Appreciate it. Uh, any final thoughts that you have or do you want to wrap it up? Um, the easiest way, honestly, to get a hold of me is texting me. Okay. And if they do text, just let them just say like they're a veteran and their name. And it's easier to get uh, back instead of just them uh, responding uh, without a name or anything. And maybe even give a little bit of what they need. That way, when I reach out to them, I already have everything in front of me. Okay. All right. Good, good advice. Well, listen, thank you. Thanks for taking the time. Very informative. You're welcome. The work that you're doing is just so, so important. And, and I'm really nice to have met you and nice to be able to share this with our, uh, with our listeners. Yeah. I, I wish this was around back in 94 when I was a reservist or even 98 when I got out of active duty because I needed it back then. Well, it's never too late. Exactly. <laughs> Well, thanks again, and uh, hope you have a great rest of the day. You too. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.